I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we have another spooky Halloween episode. <laughs> and the movie was <laughs> Truth or Dare. Uh, from 2017, which was, I found out, apparently uh, a sci-fi release. Oh, really? But I have a hunch that whatever version we got was a... Uh, probably a DVD or some kind of release because there was a lot more gore. There was a lot more cursings. I definitely heard at least one F-bomb. Um, All right. So, uh, so anyway, that, that was the one we watched. And for anyone who wants to go and find out which one we watched, because there's a ton of them, apparently, uh, a ton of movies from this time frame that uh, is called Truth or Dare, we watched the one with Heather Langenkamp in it. That's the, uh, Nancy. Nancy from uh, Nightmare. Yep. So anyway, uh, let's get started here. Now, Britain, why don't you just give us a brief overview of what happened in this movie? So the film opens up with uh, some guy yelling on top of the roof and standing on top of it like the boy who could fly. Mm-hmm. If, if that, That's a reference. It's a good reference. I and, like it. Uh, and some lady yelling at him to jump, and uh, you know, yeah, and uh, he's a goo- you know, he he goofs up, he falls off, and just you know, splatters his dumb head, and uh, then the girl kind of covers, you know, then she's commanded by a mirror to uh, pour acid on her face or on her head, and, and she, you know, she does a interesting thing where she puts. Uh, baking soda on her to mm-hmm. kind of neutralize it a bit and uh that then that's a, a cutaway to uh you know present day but not really no no <laughs> it's and uh so it's uh, as usual with these movies a bunch of teens or early 20 something some yeah they're supposed to be college <laughs> students yeah you know driving in a car uh to some haunted location yeah, you know, and uh, to this movie's credit, they they didn't really have they didn't have many uh, characters that you're like, oh, I hope this son of a bitch dies. Like, yeah. Oh, I hope he. Like, there were a few annoying characters, but never too egregious. Yeah, like which you know, anything uh, anything past like 2010 is usually very difficult. Yeah. Um. So they all go to this like spooky haunted house where um. You know, it's the same haunted house that the movie opened in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they decide, oh, there was all these murders and something years and years ago, so let's do what happened then and play a game of truth or dare. It's yeah. like some sort of local legend. And as soon as they start playing truth or dare, uh, the shenanigans. Yeah, like the every card or whatever that gets picked up, um, you know, they are challenging in one way, shape, or form, and. Uh, you know, there's little things like tell the truth about this, like did you cheat on or did you sleep with your friend's boyfriend, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, then it becomes more physical, like you know, put your hand on a hot stove. You know? Yeah. And then another person, this this woman who's a vegan, she gets a card to, you know, eat this guy's flesh that was on the stove. Which, you know, fortunately, uh, for us and me, who was. Uh, about to eat cannibal. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, for for me, this. like you know, fortunately for the audience, it just looked like bacon. Yeah. Um, they crisped the guy up pretty good. I mean, it looked delicious. So yeah, uh, I no, guess it, it was. didn't look bad. Uh, so anyway, like that's just the first round of Truth or Dare. There's eight friends. A couple of them die. You know how things go. Yeah. Uh, and they have to go back to the house and basically complete three rounds in order to beat the the house yeah. and to escape with their lives and each round becomes more challenging more gruesome more physical yeah. and uh they basically have to outsmart the the rules of the game in order to uh, survive and uh that's basically it um so uh, i'm just gonna throw this out there go on and say that for a 2017 movie, a uh, horror movie, mind you. Yeah. Um, I really was expecting 
just garbage because we watched so much garbage over the last couple years. Yeah, we. I was kind of expecting this this slow meandering film. Uh, where they just slowly put her from room to room and, and eventually die. Yeah, but honestly, it really wasn't that bad. It was a very fast-moving film. Yeah. Uh, they they did ramp up the action at appropriate moments. They did take their breaks when they needed to. The, yeah. For the most part, I thought the um, I thought the games or whatever the the truths or dares or the dares I guess that they had to do were actually. Uh, very interesting and thought-provoking. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it did kind of wander into torture porn. Yeah, towards uh, the end, towards unfortunately. The end, which, if you're if you're squeamish, <laughs> well, yeah, don't go for yeah. it. But um, but uh, like for the first round, the first round especially. Um, but I did really enjoy uh the you know the things. I was like, oh, you know, that's a, you know, that that's that's a tough. It's a tough thing. What would you do in this situation? You know, could you, like, grab like a couple of like you know sizzling electric you know uh, wires? You yeah. Know, or would you uh, would you would you wimp out because they like they can't not do it if they don't do it. You know, the house makes them. them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, or it'll kill them. And yeah, so it's actually a uh, you know, and for the most part, at least you know, for one poor kid, like uh, they expose the deepest fears of you know the participant yeah and they did a semi-ironical almost uh type of dare for it like hey this kid's obsessed with uh playing baseball and he has a scholarship and yeah. you know his future's bright ahead of him so one of the dares is all right well you're gonna have to have your kneecap smashed and yep. it's like yeah that's uh yeah that's a really tough thing do you would you, you know, value your life over your future kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of, it was kind of interesting to a point. Um, they even had, yeah, Heather Langenkamp in there and, uh, you know, she comes in, she had probably one day of work. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, yeah, she was the acid face lady. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you know, she, she was old two face and, uh, you know, you know kind of explaining, uh, what happens at, all right, you, you gotta have to work together as a group in order to take on these challenges, and uh, you know if you uh, take the dares as a group, uh, it's better than uh, taking it as an in as an individual. Yeah, you might be able to survive. And, and they did uh, illustrate a few instances in the movie where where they did that. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a big cup of poison, and they kind of divvied up the poison and and. Uh, Drank soda. Yeah, drank soda. <laughs> I guess as a as a chaser, or not a chaser, but that's the uh, that was the um, like when you do uh, that was like the salt for yeah. to, for like tequila, <laughs> you know. But it was kind of a funny scene uh, because the, the guy kind of sniffed the cup and he goes, "It's poison." <laughs> like, oh, wow, he is good. He's good. The guy is like a bloodhound. <laughs> so um, I do want to kind of uh, mention because like. It did unlock an interesting premise to me, yeah. which is, you know, it was almost like Saul with a ghost. You know, Saul where uh, the, you know, Jigsaw was supernatural. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of made me think like, all right, uh, where would I draw the line? You know, like, uh, would I pull a tooth out for Britain? No. <laughs> no. Would I pull off a fingernail for Britain? No. no. Would I fill up the water, uh, <laughs> the water, uh, cup we have out there after I, after I, you know, uh, I use up the rest of it? Just, no, I'm not gonna do anything <laughs> for this guy. The, uh, the, the one thing I, I kind of think, I'm kind of thinking about is like, with the, the guy who burned his hand, like, it tells, says, burn your hand on a stove, and he's like, no, I'm not gonna do that, and... A high chair chases him. I like to think I can take on a high chair. Yeah. Like, he, if a high chair knocks you over, uh, you kind of deserve to have your, your, your hand burned. Now, I was thinking of, um, again, like, if I was this ghost, I wonder what kind of, like, supernatural, or not even supernatural, what kind of dares or truths I would have for some of these people. Hmm. Like, because hmm. I think I would do it both wrong and still kind of, you know, a little bit right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, like, I imagine we take turns, me and the evil ghost. Okay. And it's like, the evil ghost is saying things like, Alright, um, uh, 
chop your pinky off, you know, like, oh, that's a tough one. All right, now my turn. Pick your friend's nose and eat the boogie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing that, the guy says with his finger chopped off. <laughs> I'm not doing that. To me, I, I would be... Uh, I would be a different type of ghost. I, I'd have them fix up the house as dares. <laughs> like, ooh, de-weed the garden. <laughs> Clean out the gutters. They really need it. Paint the study. <laughs> like, see, also I would throw in a few truths, but I would make them so that they are, like, really tough truths to yeah. win. Like, what is the square root of 4,862,183? I don't know! Answer the question or you die! No. Uh, him saying he doesn't know is actually the truth. <laughs> I don't know the answer! Oh, fine. Non-compliance. This is non-compliance. <laughs> he fills his head with knowledge till it pops. <laughs> yeah, that'd be actually kind of cool. Like, you see him almost like Brainiac or something, his head just gets... He's like, that. He's like the uh, Russian lady at the end of Indiana Jones 4. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just, uh, I imagine... Like, it cuts away to the other, you know, people watching this as it's has getting bigger and bigger, and you yeah. just hear a pop, and they just get splashed with, uh, with brain, just gray matter. I imagine it's a comical pop, like a... <laughs> and, uh, and then... I almost want it to be, uh, like, not just brain matter, but, like, it's just... Brain-shaped jello. <laughs> like one of those brain jello molds that there is someone's just scooping out and throwing at them. Like, I also imagine that there's a first initial splash when it first pops and it just yeah. jumps all, you know, just drenches them in brain matter. And then, like, they they wipe their eyes and then another, like, another few <laughs> things come at them, like, as if it's still somehow popping or still reaching them. So it pops, like... And then he, then he just says, I'm not done! And then another volley. Kinda. Like, I just wanted to... There's a big pop. They get drenched. They, you know, they think it's over. And then just, for some reason, more just comes out of them. Was, <laughs> it's, it's almost like... It's almost like a Stooges pie fight. <laughs> where, where the guy gets pied in the face and wipes it off only to receive another pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh... Actually, it brings up an interesting idea. Because these eight... Um, friends in this movie. Yeah. They were, uh, I know you mentioned before, they weren't egregiously annoying, but yeah. they all were, I guess, uh, annoying in different ways. Not even annoying, like, they're, I can name all eight people just by stupid characteristics or yeah. traits of them. Like, for instance, we have Trilby. Yeah. Um, we have the baseball player. Yeah. Um, the professor. Yeah. The uh, Mary. And the rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have cat ears. So, like, like yeah. all of them had somewhat distinct uh, personalities, I guess. Uh, they were There wasn't anything that really grabbed me about any of the characters. So, I think that, you know, like, maybe bring in another group of characters that, you know, like, maybe bring in those three stooges and see what kind of <laughs> things that the, you know, pie your friend. I'm not doing that. No. No, I'm not doing that. Like, like, the Three Stooges in a truth or dare horror scenario would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> All right. Give me a toe, Chowdhead. No! No, I won't do it! Come on, give it to me. See, we have five minutes. <laughs> see, I imagine that, you know, because one of the scenes, um, they say, you know, uh, cut off basically seven parts of your body. Yeah, seven and, living parts. And, uh, and they, they cut off uh, the foot, they cut off, uh, toes, you know, they cut off the... Pinky, pinky skin. No, yeah, you just... With the weenus. It, yeah, it was just... It, it was just, uh... Gore. Tor gore. Yeah, and, um... But I imagine that if the Three Stooges were doing it, you know, they'd have to do the cut off the, the seven living body parts, uh, like, I don't want to do it anymore, Mo, and he takes the wrench and just pulls his nose, ooh, ooh, and it stretches until yeah. it just kind of pops uh, off. I, I know one of them's going to be when he pulls Larry's hair out. <laughs> it's going to make a, the sound that... Ow! Ow! <laughs> like a yeah. ratchet. And, uh, like, he pulls out, uh, one of their teeth. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Like, I imagine that, um, the... Alright, hear me out on this. Okay. So, I imagine that one of them already has a toothache, and he's wearing the yeah. big, uh... <laughs> the, the big, uh... The handkerchief or whatever, yeah. and, uh... 
and you know he just reaches in. Ah, we need it for you know for the thing. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I imagine he does the thing where he just ties it to a door and slams it. I, I, all right, you're bear with me here. Okay. <clears throat> I, I imagine one of them is uh, he, Mo like reaches down uh, Curly's throat and pulls out a wishbone. Uh, ah, make a wish. <laughs> now, wishbone or an apple core like in Ace Ventura. <laughs> an apple. And, and they could do the apple core, but. Yeah, the monster gets mad because it's not like a living thing. <laughs> Apples are certainly alive. Yeah, but it's not a part of him. No, that's true. Um, yeah, you start pulling out the the remnants of their his stomach, and it's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that that that's that's not part of him yet. Uh, he pulls out. I imagine he pulls out long intestine, but it's like a, a magician with handkerchiefs. Just. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Hurry like, up, I'm hungry! Like, we're, we're getting into territory that the Stooges wouldn't really touch. <laughs> well, at this point, um, like, they have to go above and beyond. There's only so many pieces of the body. Uh, the, there's only so much, so many, uh, television-friendly body parts to remove. Like, I mentioned the last one <laughs> is also the foot, and it's horribly graphic. Like, the, everything else is, like, just silly fun, but they got all these <laughs> other pieces. But the last one, it's like, he ties the belt around it, and then he cleaves it off, and it's like, there's- it becomes a bloodbath. Alright, I, I was gonna go, like, the other way, like, with Curly. Like, they- they tie his foot off, and then they- they cleave his foot, and- it's that case where the cleaver has this big dent in it now. <laughs> so he hits it a few times. Dunk, 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 dunk. And they look and it's just the the thing from his, uh, like on the, on the cleaver, just dented every single yeah. time they've banged in. Yep. That's, pr that's pretty funny. Come on, hurry up! Like, I imagine, uh, see, I imagine they're still kind of doing shtick in my, like, even though they tie it off and it's harrowing, like the blood spurts, uh, <laughs> the blood spurts Larry in the face. Uh you know, what are you going there? And they do another cleave, and it gets, and it gets uh, Moe's like, oh, wise guy, and he slaps Curly, and then just another spray of blood on his face. You know, it, it just becomes a blood fight. <laughs> like, one gets Curly, he starts barking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like, instead of, like, the pie or the custard on their face, it's just arterial spray. And, uh, but in, in, in Hollywood vision, but in actually, Hollywood, it's actually chocolate. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, I imagine he goes to lift the cleaver and another spray gets Mo, and he looks <laughs> over, and, uh, or no, no, Larry's doing it, and it gets Mo, and he slaps Larry for- <laughs> I thought I told you to hurry up. <laughs> oh, geez, sorry, Mo, I didn't mean to get any of it on you. Could've happened to anybody, champ. Put her there. Oh! <laughs> and you, keep your blood on the inside. Ow! Oh! <laughs> and that's the thing he's hurt by. Yeah. Is being smacked by Mo. <laughs> as his foot's getting chopped off. Like, he makes no reaction. <laughs> like, he's reading the paper. <laughs> I met <laughs> But Mo's smacking him. Oh! Oh! And, uh... And now yeah. this, of course, this tops off with, uh... Once the foot's off, he passes out from lack of blood. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's white as a sheet. Uh, I was gonna say, he gets his own foot, but he tickles it. <laughs> like, it's just some <laughs> dumb stuff that, uh, the Stooges would do. Like, they would- if they, The Stooges would do shtick with a severed oh, foot. Of course, if they could, they would. You know, if they could work with- if they could operate without the whole haze code, yeah, then, yeah, they, then they could do a lot of funny things. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I- I- I would love to see- and you know, I think the ghosts would get pissed at them. Yeah. Like, get out! You're not doing it right! And then it's just, like, it, it just scares them off. Like, and they- they just, uh, they have three, uh, three Stooges-shaped holes in the wall <laughs> as they're running towards the sunset. Yep. <laughs> I imagine, uh, Joe is in there, Joe Besser. And- oh, so hot! And every- everything, it's like, you know, pull out a tooth, they pull out his teeth, pull yeah. off a finger, like, everything that happens, happens to him. <clears throat> yeah. Because- because he's the only one who doesn't seem to want it. <laughs> Stop! Not so hard, not so fast! Because uh, no one really liked Joe Here's Besser. Here's the thing, I like Joe Besser. You like Joe Besser for the wrong reason. I know, I, I find it weird that I genuinely think that Joe Besser is really funny. I like Joe Besser better than Shemp. 
I um, like no, that, that's incorrect. No, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I can the, understand it, that you like Shemp better than Joe. Yeah, but Joe brought a whole new dimension to the Stooges for me. It's a shame they were just old and like tired <laughs> at the time, because like, like I said, he's the he is a wimp. He doesn't want these things to happen to him, and that yeah. almost is really funny when it does. Like, he puts up- <laughs> he tries so hard to not get hurt, or to get hurt the least, and to cower in fear, yeah. that, you know, when he does get slapped or something bad does happen to him, it's almost kind of- it's almost kind of funny because it's like, yeah, then, like, it just rolls off their back. Yeah. He is truly afraid of the consequences of yeah, getting slapped. Yeah, they've been being slapped around for 40 years beforehand. They don't yeah. even have nerve endings. Yeah, they got calluses on their face. <laughs> uh, Shemp was 90% callous before, you know. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, before the whole fake Shemp thing. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. I... I kind of, I, I know that the terms become a, uh, like a Hollywood, like, cliche. Yeah, almost a, almost a... Uh, not a non-sequitory, uh, a misnomer. Yeah, or just a, at least a thing that, you know, like a, um, like a, kind of a colloquial, like, you know, jargon. Yeah. You know, like, oh, what, you know, fake shemp, someone dies or needs a stand-in, you know, but it's kind of, you, know, you usually if yeah. it's very obvious, um, you have a fake shemp. I, I, I almost want to explore this concept of fake shemp, and, like, really, like, I'd love to see a movie where it's just very, very obvious. And I'm not talking like Plan 9. Alright. Because that is the easy go-to where- Well, they, yeah, it was just a man- Yeah, after Bela Lugosi died, they just put a man with a blanket over his face. But, like, I want to see something so egregious. Like, I would love yeah. this, especially in a really good movie. <clears throat> like, I would love to see in The Godfather if, uh, like, in one scene they couldn't have Marlon Brando because, yeah. like, maybe he was unavailable for the reshoots, so they just have, like, an overstuffed couch with a wig <laughs> or something. <laughs> or, you know, like, I would love to see something just ridiculous. Like, man, that's, that's jarring, you know? Like, the, in, uh, you know, mid-season, Dick York quit and they had to put, uh, bring Dick Patton. Um, uh, Dick Sargent, you mean? Yeah, Dick Sargent, rather. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and those are the different cuts. No, I would actually like to see <clears throat> Dick Van Patten. Dick be, Van Patten. Be one of the, uh, be one of the Daryls, um, uh, in, uh, in Bewitched, because that would be, yeah. like, that would be funny. You get two different Daryls already. Um, you got Dick, uh, Dick York, who was, you know, more quirky, and yeah. more uh, down on his luck, and he got Dick Sargent, who was just mean and didn't like <laughs> the the woman he lived with. Yeah. But I want to see Dick Van Patten just be this jovial guy coming in. And here's a funny <laughs> thing: I, 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 hear me out. I almost want him to be married to. Uh, uh, oh, or uh, er, not Ursula? Uh, his stepmother? His no, no, no. No, I don't want him to be married to Endora. I want him to be married to um, Samantha, like the main right. girl. But I almost want him to not know she's a witch. Like I want all this crazy shit to happen to him, but him to never figure it out. All right. Him to kind of like you know. He like, thinks they have ghosts. Okay, so I'm gonna replace my Dick Van Patten with Don Knotts. <laughs> I thought it wasn't no no I'm thinking of uh, three's company. company yeah yeah Don Knotts would be absolutely perfect ah there wasn't uh, there was a breakfast there before how where did it come from and like I don't even want her to be hiding the fact that she's a witch I want her to be you know like twitching her nose and making the uh, things go but he's just oblivious to it, and he gets scared. Like this is uh, this is two husbands later, so she's kind of <laughs> she's kind of like uh, d like kind of miserable. Like, All right, here's your breakfast. Tinkle, tinkle, tink, and uh... <laughs> that's the perfect sound effect. That was great. I <laughs> no, thought you didn't watch that show. I watched the show. I didn't enjoy it, but I <laughs> uh, I, I know of it. Tinkle, tinkle, tink. <laughs> That is the most Britain magic I've ever heard in my life. Alright, here we go. You, you want the laundry done? Yes. Tinkle, tinkle, tink. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So yeah, I want her to be bitter. Like, she she had two different Daryls. Yeah. And, uh, Darren's, not Daryls. I, I guess I'm Endor. She always gets his name wrong. <laughs> so she has two different Darren's, and, uh, like, 
and she she knows that they're different Darrens. Oh yeah. She can tell like there was a there was a hastily written uh, magic spell that never went away off screen. Like, like yeah, she and Dora somehow killed the original Darren <laughs> uh, through like I, I either that like Darren uh, you know and Dora and who's who is her uncle. Oh, uh, Uncle Arthur. Uncle Arthur, uh, who was played by... Uh, Paul Lynn. Uh, Paul the great like, Paul Lynn. Oh, man. Oh, we're going to get the impressions today. Yeah, no, I'm not doing a Paul Lynn impression. Why not? What's wrong with Paul Lynn? Nothing. I'm not... I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go a different route uh, oh, okay. for this. Okay, okay. Uh, because, like, I do like the idea that uh, they kill Darren. Um, and like, it just replaces identity. They just replace, like, you know, Samantha knows, but uh, they cast a spell in a world so nobody else figures it out. Or or maybe it was just one of those things where they, like, uh, she, they cast a spell on, like, a cow and make a cow a person. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but, but his boss, Larry Tate, you know, is like, yeah, okay, that's Darren, I guess. But, yeah, because there's, you know, he's just bewitched, you know. Yeah. Everyone's be everyone who sees him thinks that that's Darren. Yeah. And the only person who knows better are, uh... Are you know, Endora, Uncle Arthur, and um, Samantha, and the fact that nobody—they'll yeah, forget the neighbors. Oh, yeah, they the Kravitzes. They they yep. they think it's Darren too. Oh, but, they do as well. They yeah, you know what? No, that's funnier if they don't. Yeah, he's a different person, Abner. Leave him alone. I want to eat. <laughs> but um, it drives Samantha absolutely crazy that nobody else. Can put it again. She knows that it's a spell, but it drives her up a wall at this person that does because she loved the original Darren, yeah. and now he's six feet under, and uh, so you know, so she's got to make do with this this new one that she doesn't like as much. And the fact that everyone thinks he's the same person just eats her up inside. And they're like, "Oh, you got taller, Darren!" Like, "Oh, doesn't that seem different to you guys? You don't notice anything else different that he's a different person? He even has a different personality." Oh, nope. Darren, you always were such a cut-up. Yeah, he was. I don't know how you put up with that woman, Darren. I don't know who that is. <laughs> hey, the old that? prospector. <laughs> Just, you know, like, he was, he's been mining in the, uh, you know, since 1849 in California. He just came out of a mine. I don't know how you put up with her, Darren. <laughs> he's one of the people who works with uh, the, the Tate and Tate, uh, <laughs> McMahon and Tate, rather. Uh, hey, you're getting into parts of the show I have no idea about. That's where he works. That's where Darren Stevens right. works. I can't believe this. <laughs> that's my that's attempt. At, that's my attempt at Paul in. That's why I don't want to do a Paul in impression. I'm not good at it. Uh, don't be afraid to use your nails, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little Jimmy Stewart in there. Don't be afraid to use your nails, boys. I uh, went into. Don Knotts again. <laughs> so, so Don Knotts is coming though. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're, get we're gonna definitely get a Don Knotts. Like because like after like I think that after a while she just kills him. She just casts a spell of melting on Darren. A <laughs> and slow, flushes him down the toilet. Yeah, a very slow spell, kind of like at the end of the Nutty Professor too. <laughs> <laughs> That's dirty water. And you know he falls into the, you know, he's just a pile of goop, and he just goes into the toilet and just... And that is that. So there's a husband in between her and and Don Knotts, though. Yeah. Well, I... Maybe? Like, I want to say, uh, the third husband takes place in the 70s. Okay. And, and like, she is, like, uh, the, she moves to Vegas. Where she I meets, was thinking the same thing. Yeah, she moves to Vegas where uh, uh, she comes across, uh, she meets Don Knotts, and he has a small casino off strip uh, that, that doesn't really make a lot of money, but you know that's where she spends a lot of her time on the slot machines. I was going to say, she discovers the real uh, the real bad magic, which is gambling. Yep. <laughs> like, and, she, <laughs> and she's just smoking cigarette after cigarette. Yep. You know, uh, you know, uh, twitching her nose to make the slot machines win, and it just you know, she's losing her power. She's losing her gift because she keeps on drinking a lot of martinis, uh, and like she doesn't lose it, but it becomes significantly less effective. Like, like, uh, like she'll she'll twitch her nose to make the slot machine, uh, slot machine win, and it actually accidentally like turns it into a beehive. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and try to turn it into a beehive. 
I was thinking more like, you know, she's playing craps at the craps table, and she's like, you know, when she first got there to Vegas, like, she was gonna yeah. live large, like, this is yeah. gonna be a new chapter in her life, she has a nice, oh gosh, she has a nice, you know, green and red boa that she's wearing, and, you know, a bright and colorful dress, and she's like, rolling the dice and twitching it, and it's like, you know, it's seven every single time, and she's winning all this money, and, uh... uh the mob gets involved? Nope, nope, not mob, but, um... She becomes just, you know, smoking, and she becomes more of a bitter alcoholic. Just, she thinks about... A hedonist. Yeah, she thinks about how much she misses old the first Darren, and she can never bring him back, and the world will never know what a great person he was, and... Uh, I, she's, she's tried to bring him back with really bad results. Yeah, there was a, that was the third <laughs> marriage, and it didn't last more mm. than once the cells decomposed. Uh, <laughs> so, like... It's, she's still using her magic, but now every time she uses the magic, it's like coming up snake eyes, and she's yeah. losing all this money, and there's a part of her that wonders, am I doing this on purpose? Do I feel like I need to suffer? You know, do I want to suffer? Her boa is all faded to the point where the colors are so washed out. This isn't out. funny anymore. <laughs> this is hilarious. What are you talking about? Because uh, I was going to say, she goes... Like, like she, uh, she goes to all these casinos and, uh, it was wiping him clean until, like, the, uh, I, like, all the security people. So, like, you know, she was, uh, like, she was uh, a tinkle tinkle tea away from getting her knees, you know, blasted in. And, uh, uh, well, that's much funnier. <laughs> and, you know, so she, she kind of, she kind of goes off strip to, 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 uh, uh, Don Knotts. Yeah, she goes to Don Knotts and she wipes him clean because, you know, he's kind of an oblivious fool. And then that's how they and, get married. Yeah, he's like, you know, I, I can't pay you. And I'm like, all right, well, you're my husband now. Oh, what? I can't be your husband. I'm a eunuch. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you are. You're better than a second Darren. <laughs> Who is a cow. I, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and uh, we so, can mix our two ideas together. That's how she she becomes bitter and uh, bitter and mean, and then she goes yeah. to the off strip and you know then cleans him out because she just she she has to focus her negative energy on somebody other than herself <laughs> for just a little bit, and everything is done nuts. Uh, she needs she needs a whipping boy, exactly, and that and that and Don Knotts. Uh, with his rubber face turns up. Yeah, and I like to imagine like because this, now this is a spinoff show where they 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 are married and they kind of work at this this casino together. All right, and she is basically the opposite of a horseshoe. She is a bad luck charm. Like everything bad that can happen happens to Don Knotts whenever she's around, uh -huh. almost because she's making it happen like that. And it's like, you know, it's all survivable. Like, he, like, everywhere he walks is a, is a pothole filled with brown, muddy water. <laughs> like, I can't, uh, they gotta do something about this strip. It's just getting worse and worse. Uh, it's falling apart. What's going on? <laughs> Am again, I not a taxpayer? And he's oblivious to it. He's oblivious. Yeah. Like, he doesn't realize that all this bad stuff's happened because he's not used to good luck anyway. Yeah. But there, there are times where, uh, Samantha helps him out. Like, there's a bunch of, uh, uh, there, there's a bunch of mobsters coming in to collect a debt, and uh, like I don't know, Samantha turns them into rabbits or something oh, like I that. I thought that you meant. I thought you were gonna have that. Samantha like, you know, twinkles her nose, a tinkle tinkle tea, and <laughs> uh, like he gets like Schwarzenegger arms and he starts pummeling them, <laughs> but he can't control it. I'm really sorry about this, fellas. Yeah, I'm usually much more hospitable. <laughs> He breaks a guy's jaw and oh. everything like that. Oh, I hope you have good insurance. Uh, just and send a bill to my, to my, to my, to the front office. And like later on, he's soaking his, like his hands and eyes. Like I'm a terrible host. <laughs> I, 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 I need to get my, my, my head together. I don't know what came over me, but you know what? I, no more Shirley Temples for me. <laughs> I, I was, I gotta get back on the wagon. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, here it is again. I would probably watch a show like this. Oh, yeah. At least for a little bit, like. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is funny. Yeah, and like, how, how would we, uh, how would we, uh, get the extended family? Hello, Samantha. <laughs> um, see, Uncle Arthur also 
Uh, he, He's a gambler? He, yeah, he, he gets possessed by the demon of gambling. <laughs> but, um... But he likes to he likes to lose for some reason. Uh, beat the pants off me. No, no. <laughs> I was thinking like he's uh, like he knows like you know he plays uh, roulette. He knows every single time where the ball is gonna be, where the ball is gonna land. But he intentionally bets on everything but it because he thinks it's hilarious to lose. Like he doesn't really need money. Yeah, exactly. When you have the powers of a demigod, like he is betting artifacts that he shouldn't like. This is a real onk. <laughs> Rock lobster. Here's a piece of the true cross, boys. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Here's a piece of the new the true cross, boys. You did a better Jack Nicholson when you were doing Paul Lynch. I know. So uh so <laughs> like that that would be how I'd have Uncle Arthur and Dora at this point I imagine um has been burned at the stake. Uh, uh, yeah. I think she has, hasn't she? Like, she might have. I think she may have mentioned that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think you can kill Endor. Like, here's the thing. Again, I'm going to get into a little bit of uh, fan service, so you're not going to enjoy this part. Of okay. It, but, like, every single episode <clears throat> of Bewitched is just... Darren and Samantha are just trying to live their life normally, and yeah. Dora says, no, fucks with them, yeah. and then at the end, she undoes the spell, and that's it. That's every episode. Oh, She's right. just a yeah. bitch. I hate Endora. Well, Although, I think you're supposed to. There is a part of me that every now and again does chuckle, and I find myself being guilty. Like, she'll get off yeah. a good one by accident, and I'll be like, <laughs> like, no, no, she's the enemy. <laughs> uh, I never really watched too much. When, uh, when I was a kid, I never watched a lot. My mom used to love that show, um, but I was more, uh, I, I was more of an I Dream a Genie fan. And here is the here's the thing. I, I, I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Like I, I I understand that Darren Stevens and and uh, Sergeant who who's or uh, uh, Major Bellows Major Bellows uh, they don't want people knowing uh, that you know the, you know they're living with a genie or a witch. But you know, wouldn't you don't you want nice things? Like, I think there's a good balance you can strike. Like, yeah. okay, maybe not parade your witch wife out and be like, look yeah. at what she can do so that she gets burned by a bunch of, like, naysayers, but at the same time, maybe, like... like no, you have to... You, I, I order you to actually cook it and not, you know, cook yeah. this food. I mean, I guess Darren is kind of in the wrong a little bit there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of would, you know, be like... I'm not going to exploit my wife, but like, no, honey, do you want a bigger bed? Yeah. Like, we could have a bigger bed. And, you know, she can be like, Yes, I want a bigger bed. I want a lot of things bigger in the bedroom. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't have to hurt. you don't have to hurt me, you know? Right, hold on. Is that something the nose can fix? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. No, oh, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a little... That's a little too that, much. That's really what you're going for, huh? Um, <laughs> we're going to start with that, and then we're going to go up a few. Uh, really? Because, uh, all right. Because I, I'm, I'm, I really feel like now this is becoming practical joke. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like you're punishing me now. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. Okay, it hurts, it hurts. Because I imagine for some reason it's, uh, it's like the, what is it, the square cube law or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it ha like, it has to be maintained that, you know, like, it's very light. I yeah. Mean, there's not enough blood can get to it. <laughs> I'm getting dizzy. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, he only, like, whenever, whenever he is, uh, aroused, like, he loses... <laughs> Consciousness. <laughs> he loses, um, uh, movement in half of his body. <laughs> he has temporary palsy. <laughs> like, he can't, like, he, he just, he's like, alright, we, we need to really think about this, you know, through. Alright, well... So she... <laughs> Oh, go ahead. You got what you want, but you're gonna have to do all the work. Like, so she tinkle tinkle tees him to, uh, you know, to have more blood, so now his blood pressure's through the roof. <laughs> like, he has such high blood pressure that, uh, he's on four different types of medication. The doctors are really worried about him. Yeah. Uh, sure. Have you ever thought of getting an actual penis reduction? <laughs> like, I- I can't. I can't. I, I don't. Listen, if I even bring it up, it'll go over. It'll go up three inches sir, in girth. Sir, if we do that, it's just gonna grow back bigger. 
Like, so now he's on these different types of medication, and she, she's nice, she tinkle tinkle tees him, like a nice little <laughs> pill thing, so he has like Monday pills, Tuesday pills, you know? <laughs> like, you know, this would all be okay, this would all be, you know, settled if you just bring it back to normal, so she does, but now there's way too much blood. <laughs> like, as soon as she does, he has like nose and eye blood, <laughs> bleeds. Like, it comes out like in like an anime or something. <laughs> Like, he- he passes out from an aneurysm. <laughs> it's touch and go for a while. Yeah. Like, he's in a coma. Like, like, he has the aneurysm, but she tinkle-tees the aneurysm back in order. <laughs> you know, he- He dies a few times, but, you know, not long enough for it to be permanent. Like, you know, uh, there's one time where, you know, it happens on the freeway, so it takes her a while to get there. <laughs> Uh, so, like, you know, you know, there's, you know, th it just takes, a, you know, it's a lot of trial and error. She has to, like, really be careful in the whole brain area. Yeah, it's, yeah, she can, I imagine she can do it from a distance, but it's weaker. <laughs> so she has to really, like, I imagine, like, they're like, uh, they have him in the hospital, like, you know, we're not sure, like, you know, if uh, we'll ever, ever be able to find the rest of his face. Now let uh, me stick my nose in here and see what I can do. I've never seen a recovery so complete as this. <laughs> this is borderline miraculous or satanic. <laughs> Dr. Bombay comes down and... Uh, okay, who's that? Uh, he's he's just a doctor friend of theirs. He's just a okay. quack. He's, a, he's also... Well, I don't know he's a quack. He's just a scatterbrain witch doctor. Alright. Uh, but I imagine he thinks he's doing good by trying to, you know... It's like, oh, look how bad his face is! Oh, you know, it's probably normal at this point. <laughs> so he does his magic and it just... It, it basically, they scrub his face. His face is, you know... It is like Twilight Zone where it's just a smooth... Yeah. <laughs> you know, smooth uh, area without face. Yeah, and, like, she has to look at a picture to be reminded what it looked like, because it's been, you know... Like, you know, she, her memory's not perfect. <laughs> And that's how we get to the second Darren. <laughs> like, uh, you know, he has no face, and you know, she tried to recreate it from memory, but it's not perfect. Like, his head's a little bit too big. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? I'll be honest. That kind of... It makes sense. It does make sense. Like, that that, that does fit in the canon of, <laughs> of, of uh, Bewitched. In fact, if that, that's how they sh probably should have done it. Like... I, it would have made more sense than, oh, here's this brand new guy. You know, I do, I do appreciate what the showrunners were thinking with that. Yeah. Because they said, like, they were going to do, like, some, uh, some magic spell goes wrong or what have you. Or, like, you know, like, it's something that gets written in so that, uh, so that it's explained why there's a different actor there. All right. But, um, the, the powers that be were like, you know what? These are adults watching. They realize that they're just actors. Yeah. We're not gonna bend over backwards to explain this away. We're not even gonna give an explanation. This is just Darren now. Deal with it. Yeah, I get it. I'm like, it That's kinda, ballsies, you know. Yeah, kind of like uh, John, you know, Don Cheadle in uh, Iron Man Two. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, Aunt Viv in uh, in uh, not Saving Private Ryan, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Those are two <laughs> way different things. <laughs> So, uh, and the funny thing is they- they brought that up every now and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, yeah? Like, Will was kind of like, like, basically, you know, like, you ain't Aunt Viv, who are you? <laughs> I'm Aunt Viv! Alright! Oh, and the, uh, the- the Oracle from the Matrix. Oh, yes. Now, if the Wachowskis were- were really, really forward-thinking... Yeah. They would have somehow hired Dick Sargent to play the Oracle <laughs> after the first one died. If I know they're doing a fourth one, mm -hmm. and I don't know what it's about, uh, you know, and how they're, you know, because it, it was kind of wrapped neatly in a little bow uh, at the end. Uh, and I have some theories as to what they're going to do. Okay. But if they have, uh, if they have an, the, if they bring the Oracle back, I kind of want it to be a golden retriever. Okay. I like. It, just like I know they had a lady and then they had a different lady, but I want the third oracle to be the last thing you would ever expect, like a canary. You know, and well, the golden retriever thing might work because like they could go into the the apartment of the oracle. You know, Neo's there's like, why was I brought back? Maybe the oracle can figure it out for you. 
Well, that's the thing, he's looking around like he mistakes it for another lady who's sitting at the table smoking. He's like, why am I back? <sighs> well, you'll have to ask the Oracle, and they look down and it's just the Golden Retriever. Yeah. And here's the thing, it doesn't talk, at least in any, in any way that we can understand. Yeah. But, you know, it's like maybe a one-sided conversation where he almost gets what it's saying. Yeah. But, you know, like maybe there's a high-pitched whine. Like a heartbeat. You're saying that I'm here because there's still the, something left that I need to finish. But meanwhile, the dogs, yeah, the dogs just acting like a dog, like rubbing its ass on the carpet, <laughs> scooting, yeah, <laughs> chasing it, biting a little bit at its tail, yeah, chasing it, yeah, squeaking its toy. <laughs> It's like, this is the final form of, I think, everybody in the- You know, that's it. That's- that's the thing. Like, once everyone is truly free in the Matrix, they become dogs because they get to actually enjoy life. Yeah. And, uh... Except for the dogs that don't. Well, yeah. But, you know, the Matrix dogs. These dogs do. Yeah. Um, if you're a dog in the Matrix, that means you, that you've hit Nirvana. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happened to the Oracle. Like, it's so wise beyond its years that now it's a dog. Yeah. And, um, I imagine... <laughs> This would be a really stupid movie, yeah. but at the very end, like, you know, the whole point is turning everybody into dogs one by one. Uh, Keanu's the last one that becomes a dog. I don't know what kind of dog he would be. I'm gonna say Greyhound. Uh, Keanu, uh, not Keanu, but Neo in specific. Just kind of a... Huh. He... That's a... That's a be a... One of those dro droopy basset hounds. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's your- that's your hero. I- I want Morpheus to be a little chihuahua or something for, like, something you wouldn't expect. Oh, no, that's Agent Smith. <laughs> Agent Smith is the chihuahua. Agent Smith is, uh, a pom- uh, a Pomeranian. And, uh, Morpheus- he's a pit bull. Okay, I can see that. I was gonna say, like, I want- I don't want something obvious with, uh, you know, with I, I want him to be like something like just this little t like a poodle or something like that. Or I, I guess you know Morpheus is more of a wise. Uh, He's you know, a Saint Bernard. Yes, yes. And the last, I'm gonna say the last ten minutes of the movie does the makes the same mistake that the first ten minutes of the Star Wars Holiday Special make, where it's just the dogs barking at each other, having full conversations, <laughs> wrapping up the story, but. No subtitles. Yep. And here's the thing, actually, I, I hate to toot my own horn, I do that enough, but it would almost be a clever ending in its stupidity because until you two become free and reach this nirvana, you will never know what they're saying or doing. And I, I want the last scene uh, to be a conversation between uh, the Oracle and the Architect. And the architect's still a person. <laughs> so it's... So, they finally reached Nirvana. <laughs> but will they ever fully appreciate it? And it's like scooting or doing... Uh, like, you know... Ruff. And you're left in that cryptic final, you know, thing that, again, you have to reach Nirvana in order to understand what the Oracle said. Like, it echoes, like... Ruff, ruff. It meant to be yeah, meant to be poignant. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no. like, it's like the last line from Lawnmower Man Two. Like I will be disappointed if the <laughs> Matrix Four does not do that because at this point, subvert the expectations. Like, oh, here, here's, here's, here's the thing. They have to at least. Go, you know, we set the bar. Yeah. If they, if they can't, if they can't surpass the bar of the Oracle is a dog, and then everybody's a dog. Like then, then I'm sorry, you tripped over the bar. Like, if if, because uh, otherwise it's just well, this is going to be a rehash of the thing that made us popular. Yeah. And we're going to be trying too hard, like the second and third movie. Yeah. Like that is a very very po you know possible thing. It's sad. Like. I want you to at least give us something new. Give us something to talk about. Yeah, because like we we've I've si we've since seen other Wachowski properties. I, I know I know you haven't seen, but I saw Speed Racer, mm -hmm. which was okay, and uh, V for Vendetta was okay. Yeah, 
And it's probably their strongest non-matrix yeah, thing. I would agree. And then we saw Jupiter ascending. Hey, you know what? We might get the dog ending after hey. all. <laughs> We, if we have barking guns in, in Jupiter yep, Ascending, yep. we might get the dog in. I feel good about this. All right. I, I like... Fingers crossed, yeah. folks. This this could actually happen. If you want to see the dog ending of the Matrix, write us a comment and say, I want the dog ending of the Matrix. If you think that we are full of baloney, then you write in the comments, I want the dog ending of the <laughs> Matrix. Yes. So, uh, on that note, on that exceedingly high note... I know, especially considering where we started. I know. Um, truth or dare? Eh, I, it, you know, compared to modern horrors, it's okay. Like, if you can get past the gore, like, and, uh, it's not bad, but it's, it's still like a C-grade horror movie. I would say that, um, I liked it. It was fast-paced, like, you know, it didn't really do all the things that I see in, again, modern horror movies. It's, all again, grading on a curve. Yeah. But, um, the fact that I was actually sitting there and actually thinking about some of the, uh, some of the earlier things, like, ah, oh, this is kind of, you know, this is kind of interesting. She's a yeah. vegan and she has to eat human flesh. That's, yeah. that's, that's an interesting thing. Like, the fact that that happened... Uh, meant that the, at least the movie had some ideas that it was doing well. It didn't try to stretch out um, a bunch of, like you know one round like you know. It had it, a theme. Yeah, and it gave us it, it it gave us everything that you know they threw a lot at us. So yeah, not bad. Uh, give it a watch or don't. Uh, we don't care. We're not responsible. Yeah, we're not getting money for it. So yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, take it easy on this nice uh, Halloween time. A toodaloo! Rattle, roll, 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 roll